You are now listening to Jake and the Dingus. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Jake and the Dingus. As always, be sure to give us a like and follow on Twitter and Instagram at Jake Dingus Show. And you can watch us on Thursdays, which is today at 6.30 Eastern. We stream live on Reddit and Twitch. And we're still streaming on Reddit under the social distancing subreddit. Again, that's Thursdays at 6.30 and you can catch the podcast. It comes out everywhere. Podcasts are Sundays at 7 in the morning. You don't need to listen then, but anytime you want to would be super. And if you need to email us for any reason, be sure to drop us a line. Jake and the Dingus at gmail.com. Happy, happy days. Happy, happy days. We got to go Packers already. Go Pack. Go Pack. Go. Go Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm not, I don't really want to. You don't want to. You don't want to talk about it. We, well, no, we can talk about. We can talk about it. I have yet to form a salt because I see both sides of it. And if I was in Gutenquist, I think Gutenquist. I don't know what it is. He is he's in Christ Guten. The general manager. If I was in his position and Mark Murphy and um, Matt Lafleur, if I'm in their position. I'm not trading Aaron Rodgers, and I'm not going to facilitate his divaness because he really is being a diva. Now he's earned the right to be a diva. He has, thank you. He has earned the right to. It's not like he's a rookie. No. But I I see it from both sides. So if I'm the GM, I'm like, no. Now I don't think I don't think you find him for not showing up to minicamp. But don't trade him. Like, you're stuck. Hey, man, you want to play. Why wouldn't you trade him? Sitting on it. I'm sitting on it. And he just doesn't play, and then what? That's his fucking problem, then. And you know what? As the team, you put the onus back on the player. Like, look, we're giving you money. We will continue to work on a contract if that's something you want to do. But you're not going anywhere, bud. Sorry, if you want to retire... Retire. That's your prerogative. We drafted a guy that, with the assumption that we knew you were going to retire at some point. Is that guy ready? We'll see. I don't know. I so well, who is it again? Jordan Love, UCLA, uh, Utah State. Okay, I was not right. But he's a big kid. He's got a good arm. He's a big boy. No, he is. He, he's a good sized guy. Reminds me a little bit of a more refined Colin Kaepernick, if that makes any sense. Or a little bigger Dak Prescott. He's just a little bit, little bit bigger. A little bit bigger. A little bit bigger. No, he's tall. He's like 6'4", 6'4", 225. Oh, he's a big boy. And yeah, he's a decent-sized dude. Um, but we got Blake Bortles on the squad. We got a couple other quarterbacks. Blake Rock. Bortles. You know, people give a lot of shit, but he... Did take that team to the playoffs. He took them to the AFC Championship. That defense took the team to the playoffs. But you, he didn't screw up too much. Yeah, you you have to have. He's number three overall pick, and he's not statistically he's not as bad as people make him out to be. Achilles and he was Smith, on some really fucking bad teams too. Achilles Smith was a number three overall pick too, and was also on some fucking horrible teams. Like he, that's, he was, I look, he I was look, bad though too. I look at Joe Burrow, and I could a hundred percent see that. You know what's really sad? They had the chance to draft the best offensive lineman 
in a long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they 100% passed on that. Yeah. Man, we could have a whole episode about teams that, like, taking fucking Sam Smith over Michael Jordan. Or what? Sam Bowie. Sam Bowie over Michael Jordan. Is Sam Bowie the one that died? Didn't, yeah, right? Yeah. The Celtics drafted him, right? Uh, No, that was Bias. One Bias. Great 30 for 30. You know, and actually a really awesome player. So it's, it yeah. wasn't like taking the player. I, they just missed, I think, the... I mean, I don't know. Not really. Like, because it's one of those things. Everyone was doing coke then. Mm-hmm. It was... He, he just died from it, you know? Yeah. And... Yeah, it happens. It happens all the fucking time. Unfortunately. I know. It's sad. Hi, Roger. Coming back? Coming to hang out? Coming to eat some more rabbit shit? Tell me about your dumb dog who eats rabbit turds. We have rabbits in our yard. Mm-hmm. We have a nest. Mm-hmm. And Roger tends to seek out their, their poopies mm-hmm. and eats it. It's a yummy snack for him. It, you know what it is? He likes it. He's 14. Which in dog years, wait, let's math this. He's 14, 84. He's an old man. Yeah. And he's demented. Somewhat. And as you said, has a dumb eye. He has a dumb eye. But we love him for it. And we love him for it. And you know who else we love? Our shout out of the week. Still coming. Shout out. I'm still coming up with a name. I don't know. I, don't I, I couldn't think yeah. of anything. Yeah, it's I'm spitballing here. If but, it was Saturday. We have like shout out Saturday, or something. Yeah, but it's Thursday. We'll have to, we'll have to workshop it. Well, I, I, we will come up with something better for us shouting out. Um, but this is shout out to the podcasters and the creatives that you know are in our small sphere of influence or whatever you want to call it. But I do want to shout out. Uh, the podcast is called Just Joking, and it's with comedian Kevin Dombrowski. You can, I'm so, I think I'm saying that right, Kevin Dombrowski. I would assume so. Um, you can follow him on Twitter at Kevin Dombrowski. Super funny dude. Super funny podcast. It comes out sometimes on Thursdays or Fridays, but it's a weekly mm-hmm. thing and a really funny. And I have just, I have such a soft spot for any stand-up comedian, like whether big or small. I just love the craft of. Stand-up comedy, structuring jokes, and just... There's a difference between, like, a situationally funny person and someone who can actually give you an anecdote, mm-hmm. tell you a story, and make you laugh. Like, I, I, I think I'm situationally funny. Yeah, like, if you put in the, in the right... I'm a one-liner guy yeah, the, for a thing. And also... You get a couple drinks in you. You pretty fucking. Funny I can too. be pretty funny, but, but I'm not a structured joke funny yeah. guy. But if you if you really into some some structured, eh, I don't know structured call it. But he, he is a, he's a comedian, and I think he's really super funny. I agree. So yeah, shout out to Kevin. Uh, podcast is just joking. Give him a listen. Give him a follow. We appreciate you. So speaking of comedians, yeah, I've seen an ad for it a couple times now. I think it might be Peacock. Hmm. Um. But there is this guy, he's a comedian, and I, I, I think it was filmed during coronavirus. Okay. But he was going around New York City just doing like pop-up stand-up. Oh. And it looks really interesting. You don't know the name of the comedian? I I, I could look it up here. Um, but it's it's one of those, because like the, the tag thing is like, hey, you know, things have sucked, so I want to try to, you know, everyone still needs to laugh, so I want to try yeah. to bring it. 
You know what I will say? Especially early pandemic, because that's a lot of the specials that were shot before that mm-hmm. were coming out. And thank God for oh, everyone who shot a special, whether it be video, audio, in 2019, early 2020, fucking champ. Fucking champ. Especially, I think the funniest thing that's come, and he's really tearing up now, Bert, The Cabin... Um, and he's shooting the movie right now, going on tour in the fall. Like, so, so it's called Street Special with Carmen Christopher. I know the name, Carmen Christopher. He carried a 75 pound speaker around New York City. (laughs) Let's go for the special. Let's fucking go. And it's the tag thing here is one comedian's attempt to make New York laugh again. Yeah. Because oh, we do need to laugh. Especially for New York, because that is... New York and L.A. are the two biggest hubs for comedy mm-hmm. that we have. And to have all those clubs be shut down for... Like, that's horrible. Like, I I mean, it's one of those things, like, you have such a great gift and resource at your disposal. And just to have that taken away sucks. Yeah, I, I couldn't imagine. Like, like could I, you imagine like, being in L.A. and like, oh, yeah, I'm going to the store every night, and then it evaporates. Gone. Fucking evaporates. I, I really feel for anyone who is a performer. Mm, mm. Because your, your livelihood art, 100% was, was shut off. Not just that. Bartenders. Yeah. Gate people. Anyone in that level of service industry, I guess you mm-hmm. would call it yeah yeah but like i i like i was it's still surreal kind of i i hate using that word because it like surreal i think should be something big yeah right like that's that's surreal like Mm -hmm. world war ii was surreal Mm -hmm. right i'd say this is but being able to buy tickets to see bert Mm. felt surreal (laughs) like it it just doesn't feel real like we're we're able to do something again Yeah. do you think now all right we don't really we don't talk about too much serious on here, but do you think we've turned a corner with the pandemic? I hope so. I do. I hope so as well. But I, I think we've, we've there's a part of my rational brain that's like, mm, I don't know. We might have another whole year in this thing. You know? Yeah. I think enough of and it's state by state. Mm-hmm. But I think enough people are getting vaccinated. I mean, people are getting vaccinated. Where it's becoming less right. of an issue. Like, I starting next week, on Monday, I'm going to be able to not wear a mask at work. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. Is that, the, is that a PA thing, or is that just your work thing? That's my work. Like, our customers, whether you're vaccinated or not, our customers or our clients do not have to wear a mask. Ooh. Employees do. I have a PA. God bless you. Yeah. Um, on Monday, any vaccinated employee... Doesn't have to wear a mask. Does not have to wear a mask. Nice. Um, but even like like uh, I, I I stopped in Country Fair today. Yeah. And I felt bad not wearing a mask. It's yeah. I'm I'm a little more used to it now. But no I, one in there was wearing one, which made it feel more normal. Yeah. But it's like it's that, and and, and not like the conspiracy side of things or the right wing side of things where it's like oh masks are mind control. Like it's I've worn a mask for what a year and a half. Yeah. Uh, yeah, over I mean, a year and a half a year no it's been a year and, year and three a, months a year and three months yeah 
But it's like you just get so used to doing something where it feels weird not doing it now. Right. It's like wearing a condom. Yeah. Or I not mean, wearing a condom. It's just after so long. It just feels weird not doing something. It, that's definitely the other way. Putting one on, you're like, yeah. Nah. This feels different. Yeah, I don't like it. This feels different. I mean, I like... See, antidepressants do the trick. Like, the lack of sensitivity. Yeah, okay, so we're, <laughs> we're, we're indifferent. Like, you are, you know, trying to plan a child mm-hmm. and do those things. I'm trying to not have gonorrhea. No. Condoms are important for yeah. that. So, we're at different points in our life so i want to ask you a question okay all right and and i i don't know maybe it's maybe it's the younger generation maybe it's the online portrayal of the younger generation when we say younger generation what are we like how what age group like mid-20s so a little a little younger than the older like the eldest gen zers yeah i mean 20 we'll just say people in their early to mid-20s okay Tell me all about him. I, I feel like, and I'm getting the, the gist online, and again, maybe this is the online thing, but they they like to raw dog it, and they like to mm-hmm. blow it inside. Yep. It's their thing. My generation. Our generation. We pull out. That's like, pull. My, I'm a pull out fucking king. My pull out game is. Is it strong? Not weak. It is. Yeah. Like, I, I won the Olympia of pull out in. 2003, 4, 5, 6, 7. I'm like the Ronnie fucking Coleman of pullout game. Oh, boy. And for any of you who got that reference out there, we value and appreciate you. But it's weird. Yeah. I mean. Like, I I didn't want babies in my 20s. Plan B is cheaper now. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe that's it. Or that. And I think maybe everyone's on birth control. I think it's just like free and universal. But hey, you know man. what? That was a change. Yeah, that wasn't a thing. You had to pay for it. I remember when that changed. Yeah, no, it's like, like I, I remember... you knew you okay. You knew that was a slutty bitch in high school if she was on fucking birth control, right? Because you're paying for it. Yeah, and that I I like those girls. people. It, it it wasn't the fact that you had feminine. Yeah, now issues. it's just like mm, my hormones, right? Which yeah, I mean, do it. Take all the birth control. I don't give a shit. I remember the first time we we drove through CVS. But we to still pick worried it up. about like AIDS. Do people like HIV is still a fucking thing? It really is. Oh, they, okay, here's another thing. All right, so here are a couple of things. So there's yes. the PrEP shot now, which can combat HIV. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And there's the HPV shot. Yeah. I I don't remember if I got the HPV No, we shot. didn't. We didn't. Okay. I, I wasn't That's sure if a, that was like, us. That's a, like, you know, and if you're watching or listening, you know, let us know, I, I guess, at if you got the HPV shot and what age you were when that happened. I, maybe that was just like a girl thing. When, when we were kids. Like, I, don't, I don't even know if it was a... Th- it, I don't think it was a thing until, like, after we would have been the... Or I guess you could have got it when you're older, but it doesn't, doesn't really matter at yeah. a certain point. Same with, like, the the prep shot, which... So, wait, wait. I thought the prep shot... Wait, what is... The prep shot is a prophylactic thing for HIV. Do you... And, if you know you have it, or... If you're at risk of getting it. Okay. So it's mostly like gay men would get it, or like if you have sex with someone who might also have sex with men. Yeah, I don't know. I think everyone's more universal about their fucking. Yeah. And that's cool. Still June. I don't care. You do you. You do you, and you, and you, and you. And I will 
actively help you do you. It's also, I think there's more, like, sexualities now, which is, again, fine. It, it You know, it, and... But we had, like, three. Not four. that it was closeted, but, like, you you just didn't talk about it. Well, I, there was no category. No, there was not. You were gay or straight. You are gay, straight, or bi. That's it. Right. Now, we have a wonderful rainbow. Yes. Which, I'm doing. Fuck whoever you want. Right. Like, Enjoy yourself. With consent. Responsibly, with consent. Responsibly. Speaking with of with consent, consent. Tell me all about it. I saw a thing on Reddit the other day. I fucking love these. Mm. They're delicious. It's called, I think it was called the drink condom. But it looks like a balloon. Okay. And you put it over oh, your drink. shut the fuck up. You put it over your drink. Hell and yeah. the straw sticks in the middle Look of it. Look at that. So you don't get, man, they're still roofing people. I know. That was, I, that was like a big i remember there was a, a frat that got like disbarred from my college listen for doing that okay in all seriousness if you roofie someone mm-hmm. fucking kill yourself i you're one of the scummiest of the earth yeah fuck like fuck you a hundred percent i don't i don't condone or find it humorous or anything how could you find it humorous there's people that like oh ho, 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 gonna get laid fuck that fuck that that reminds me do you remember that kid i won't even fuck you if you're too drunk no it's wrong right but you know you a hundred percent we both know people that would that would and have done that yeah yeah no it's so wrong fuck it and this is gonna sound bad. Let it sound really I rough. can't imagine it would be enjoyable. Like you're you're doing it for the the like rape pleasure at that point. It's it cannot uh, be an enjoyable sexual thing. Like it, it, like someone just laying there while you're pounding them. This is getting cut. Yes, <laughs> it is. But like I don't know. But do you remember the kid? He was. He Let's was, just supercut you saying fucking rape pleasure. He was arrested when I think we were in college or maybe high school for raping a girl in college, like behind a dumpster. And the wasn't ju- that Brock Turner? Yes. And okay. the and the so judge was, let him off because he didn't want to like ruin his. Yeah, and I think that was after college. That was like we were, we would have been like young working professional people, and, semi-professional. Yeah, professional from eight to four. After that, like. Not professional. Bitch, please. Bitch, please. You know what's not fuck. I wanted to talk about this because you brought it up, and I've, it's just been sitting in my mind. This is... I'm going to preface this and saying this is exclusively a PA thing, but if you're from PA, you're going to get what I'm talking about. Sheets is fucking wild, bro. There's some wild creatures at Sheets. Yes. So I So we're drinking... I like calling them off-white Russians because, you know, they're a little, you know, a little a little Dominican looking. You know, I, I like them. That's how I, that's how I like my coffee. It's how I like this drink. So I had to pick up some half and half for this, which that's another thing on my end we should probably talk about too. Okay. The receptacle I chose for half and half. Yeah. Okay. We'll talk about that in a second. But... Man, like, it's not even late, and the Nightcrawlers that are out now... So... Okay, okay. There was a guy who was on a bike, okay? So he was ahead of me in the line. 
and he ordered a pack of cigarettes. Guess what brand? You'll never guess it. You 100% will never guess the brand of cigarettes. Can I try to guess anyways? Yes, I want you to. Three strikes. Paul Mall. No. L&M. No. Parliament. No. Lucky Strike. Oh, yeah, they sell those again. Yeah. So he got a pack of Lucky Strikes. This guy, which was 100% intoxicated at 5 o'clock, walks out the store because I was right behind him, so I I paid for my half and half and walked out Mm -hmm. behind him. Had a cigarette in his mouth the whole time. Had a Mike's Harder Lemonade in the cup holder he had zip-tied to his bike with a plastic record crate bungeed to the back. Is that drunk driving? <laughs> and just fucking took off. He went. I So I'm gonna I'm gonna make an assumption on the sheets you went to. It you right, 100% already know which sheets I I know. By. It was right by the peninsula. So yeah. all those people are oh, coming yeah. straight off the beach or going right down yeah. to the beach. Man. So we I, – I, I will never forget this callback to I think it was last episode and going to Virginia Beach. I know we've talked about it before, but yeah. The Wawa. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah, bro. I, that was before we had sheets, and I remember – Well, okay, so sheets is – I think sheets is the western half of PA – and Wawa is the eastern half, but it also goes down in, like, Maryland and Virginia. Because there's sheets in Ohio. Too. Wawa goes farther than that. Oh, does it? Okay. W- Wawa's, I think, a southern thing. Oh, okay. But I know it's in the eastern. Like, if yeah, you go to, like, seaboard. Harrisburg, Philadelphia, it's, it's all Wawa. No. Uh, I've been to Harrisburg and it's all sheets. Okay, so that might be both. It doesn't matter. But I know, I know the further east and further south you go, it's more Wawa. North yes. and... West, it's sheets. Like, there's sheets in Ohio. There's sheets in, like, I think Indiana, too. Yeah. Which, sheets is better than Wawa, just saying. Okay, that's what I was, I was going to ask. But I remember, like, going to Wawa the first time. I'm like, wait, I can get, like, you're going to make me food? Mm-hmm. And I can get anything else here. They're like, yeah, totally. And then a few years later, we got sheets, and it was like. But, yeah, sheets is sheets is king. Sheets is superior. Yeah. But the people that go to sheets. Not superior. That means we're not superior. Oh, I know that. Okay. I'm fine. Okay, just checking. All right, if you had to give yourself just, like, an overall grade in life, like, what's your overall rating? What's your 2K player rating for life? 2K the game of life. I'm, like, a 55. A 55? Just the base, like, that's the that's the <laughs> average pro there. That's 55. 55? I don't know. I think you're higher than a 55. 56? Higher than that. Come on, man. I mean, maybe I'll, I'll give myself a 70. I would say we're both probably mid-70s. Mid? Mid-70s. Okay. 75, 76. I'd say you're probably you're probably a 76. I'm a 75, but I have some higher stats in, like, different – like, the overall is not as much. I have more disparity. <laughs> you, your your rebounding is really high, but you can't shoot for You're shit. more of a balance player. I, you know, I'm situational. You know, uh, I'll come in, drain some threes, but like, don't ask me to play D. Right. <laughs> uh, so, so speaking of defense. No, just say D. Speaking of D. Okay. <laughs> Hottest female tennis players Ooh. of all time. Ooh. Bjorn Bjork. That's a man. 
But you get the ah, fuck it. Did you get the joke? No, I didn't. The hair, the hair, and the femininity. Yeah. Best female tennis players: John McEnroe. No, who who was the one? She like got famous at Wimbledon. Don't dribble on yourself. What did you do? I am. I I splashed a little bit. I'm thinking about getting rid of my glasses, switching contacts. Really? Yeah. I don't like touching my eyes. I had, I briefly did contacts. I, I might have talked about this on here. I briefly had contacts in ninth grade um, for baseball, football. Really? But it didn't work out. It just it hurt my eyes. Okay. But I don't think I knew what I was doing really because I didn't have my both my parents have glasses and I think my mother may have had contacts in like the seventies, so she didn't really know what was going on but i'm considering because i so man i don't know how much i want to get into here um okay i guess it's actually it's fine so uh i work for a school district leave it at that so we're about to be off i'm going to be off for the summer and i typically pack all my doctor's appointments in during that makes sense eight weeks i'm off yeah um, and an eye doctor appointment is one of them. So my glasses are, you know, a couple years old. So I need mm-hmm. to make an appointment to address something with that. But I'm thinking about with my insurance, I can get glasses and contacts. Okay. So I'm toying with getting contacts. So tell me how I look without glasses. Tell me how beautiful I am. Tell me how sexy I am. I my, guess I'm so used to you with in my glasses. striking blue eyes. I, I, I kind of prefer me, you with glasses. Tell me, internet world, how beautiful am I? I prefer you with glasses. Okay. But again, I think it's because I've seen no, you No, it's glasses. because you said you want me no, in glasses. I mean, do you prefer me without glasses? I think you'd look good without glasses. I don't know. I don't feel comfortable without them. I'd, I'd love to get LASIK, but I'm terrified. Ooh, I wouldn't get LASIK. I think that'd be so handy. Ooh, yeah, no. Maybe contacts. No, you look good without glasses. I just don't like touching my eye. You don't like... I get like... So can you put eye drops in? Barely. Really? Yeah, it's tough. Oh. I had the problem with that when I was younger, so... I used to... I still do. I'm saying I'm sure it's as you do it more, obviously, it becomes... Okay. Okay, so ties into this. So, I have and have had really bad eye allergies during the summer. Okay ridiculously bad like super red actually puffy like close my eye seeping fucking horrible eye allergies okay not like i mean you know i didn't get much of the sneezy Mm -hmm. all the other allergies but my eyes they get scorched fucking earth like i've wanted to rip them out at periods of time like, I've had to put ice packs, like, have open eyes and put ice packs on my eyeball. They are so red and swollen. Horrible. Horrible fucking pain. So I just got better at putting eye drops in. Like, I look down the barrel of that gun. I'm like, give me all that. I'll keep it open the whole time. Just come in my fucking eyes. See, I'm I'm the guy at the eye doctor. When they do the the puff test, oh. the, the first one's okay. The second one, I'm crying and I'm like, 
Yeah, I mean, like, I could... Just fucking do it! So if I put, like, my finger on my eye right now, would it, like, make you uncomfortable? If you watch me, like... No. Steffi Graf was who I was thinking of. Thank you, fellow Redditor. She had a risque photo, or multiple risque photos, taken at Wimbledon. Uh, I think it was actually kind of... She did it in protest because she wore a short skirt and, like, her underwear were seen, so... It's this ice fucking ball. Yeah. Damn so it. like like God as a, damn it, Carl. As a thing, I think she wore like a thong or something. I'm done wearing glasses. Okay. But Steffi Graf is who I was thinking of. I don't know Steffi Graf. I'm gonna look Steffi Graf up. Um, um hottest female tennis player. Serena. In my What what era of Serena? Uh now and at all times she was an adult. Thank you. Come again. So Serena was always Serena, a bucket list for me. Serena is my type. I remember what, reading Sports Illustrated for kids, and it's just like drooling over her. You're just like, I'm gonna put my dick in this woman. Yeah, thank you. Come again. Con um, answer: Sharapova. Meh. Serena. Really? Yeah. Sharapova. I would say if you had to, if you pulled the hundred adults, like if we're family feuding it, Sharapova is going to be more popular than Serena. Well, yeah, popularity. I'm talking attractiveness. In my opinion, no. I mean, not saying she's she's not an ugly woman, but Anna Kornikova was a thing for a while for me. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> yeah, dang, that's a name, I, yeah. Anna Kornikova. She, she wasn't like, I guess as a she has like, a sexy name. <laughs> she um, she wasn't like that accomplished of a tennis player, but to think about it, just to be a pro at tennis is crazy crazy minutes to be a pro at any oh it's it's individual sport like that like could you imagine like, i feel like tennis is probably one of the hardest or golf to yeah be a, to be a pga pro at golf like say you never win a major you never win a tournament but you're just out there all the fucking time and and uh, honestly most of those guys you're you're stuck in the what is it the web.com tour or whatever not making it to the pro tour and you're like you're living tournament to tournament. Yeah. You're really not making money. For sure. So I see that. Yeah. No, I so last time I made you talk by yourself. Yeah. Do you want me to talk by myself? Would it make you feel better? Yeah, I mean if you want to I guess do that. I'll I'll fill us up. No, I want you to say it would make you feel better. It would make me feel better. Thanks, buddy. You're welcome. Appreciate it. Appreciate you. I value and appreciate you. So, while I'm filling the dead space now. Um, so, for the video people out there and the audio people listening, normally, I have a laptop in front of me that I have my notes, which I actually do take notes for this show. But I'm a super cool guy, and after last week's episode... I left my laptop in my laptop bag and did not charge it until I'm literally coming out the door to come here and record. So for those of you who can see, and I will describe it for the audio, this is what I, I have my notes on for today, which was a courteously supplied notepad with some starfish and seashells, and looks like it would be at my mother's house, but... I'm keeping it real old school here, and I'm 
100% okay with that. There's something, and especially in this digital age, and granted, saying in the digital age, there's so much, you know, laptops and microphones and interfaces and cameras going, that there's something nice to be said just for keeping things analog and, you know, actually writing something down on paper, like sending a letter, or I like listening to, you know, vinyl records, and that's another analog format. There's something, you know, nice and nostalgic about it, and I think that's something we could all aspire to, to, you know, get back to a little bit in our lives, but I think somewhat, there, there is a generation of people that they are looking to you know, rediscover kind of the things that were, were pretty common for. And people my age, which isn't that that old, but I remember, you know, growing up with with records, with cassette tapes, you know, physical, physical things. And there was something, there's just something cool about physically owning something. And I don't know if that makes me an old fart or whatever, but... It's nice to just have cool collections of things. Like, I remember, you know, there'd be different, like, and I can't remember the, I think it was through, like, Nickelodeon. They had different cassette tapes of, like, songs that kids would sing. It was, like, Kids Bop kids before. Bop. It was before Kids Bop, though. And it was, like, an orange cassette tape. Or, like, the the um, VHS. Like, I was ex- trying to explain to my son, uh, who is five, what a what a VHS and a VCR is and like that was that was a struggle. He doesn't understand the time when you prior to the internet and digital. He's like, oh, did yeah. you have a pad? I'm like, listen, buddy, I watched a show called Star Trek on fucking CBS. What did we do though? Like, I I and I I I feel like thank a, for the drink. By the way, I appreciate it. You're welcome. I feel like kind of like an old person saying this, but like, oh, you kids are attached to your screens. Like, we, I mean, we played outside and stuff, but I, I don't think it's bad. It's an evolution of it's like when, we had a different screen, though. We, we did. had TV screen, we had television screen. Yeah. It's like the pictures of the people. in. Like, like I remember a time really before we had a computer at home and yeah. the computer was in a separate fucking room. I remember when we got our first computer. Dude, I remember like you. It was kind of double, but you had a designated computer space. Our, the started, first time I went to your fucking house. So it started as our basement was the computer space. Okay. And I'll never forget. I think it was my my uncle Bob helped my dad set the computer up, and my dad was so so jazzed, and he had he got Doom. Uh, he had like the original Doom on it. You know, I fucking love that about your dad. Like he's a weird old school. Not your, your dad's really cool. In yeah. all honesty, your dad. You is don't mean really I, I know you don't mean weird in a negative. But like weird, like oh shit, like this guy's into like old school shooter games and shit, bro. So like I re- fuck yeah, man. I remember like going to my 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 father's mom, my grandmother's house yep. of of the paternal side. Yep. And we never, I never really went upstairs. To the attic. Well, it'd be like my house where it's it's not an attic. It was a, what do you a, call it? Cape Cod. Yeah. It's the half floor. Yeah. And that's where their bedrooms were, the kids' bedrooms. Mm-hmm. And going, I, I don't know which room it was, whose room it was, but my dad had, or my Uncle Bob, it was one of the two, had like an old Atari system. Oh. And I remember trying the to- The 2600? Pull, I, I think so. The With the- it might have been whole square, but they they had like it was a B fifty two game and mm-hmm. all this stuff. None none of it worked, and I was really bummed. But like, 
I I think cause it, even I remember when I got my N sixty four, my dad rented Turok Dinosaur Hunter. They fucking remade that. It's on PlayStation, bro. Really? Yeah, Turok and the follow up seeds of evil. I yeah, it was called. But my dad's always kind of been casually into video games. Like he likes, he really likes racing games. Like um, I could see that. Need for Speed came out for it was on Plus, mm-hmm. and he wanted me to download it on my nephew's PlayStation because he's so like, I, I might play that. Yeah, it's like he's he like wants to be able to play it. I remember when I was a kid. I mean, he'd play Madden with me. Yeah, like he's still in it. Oh, could we do, man? Can we do a special stream only episode just playing games with your dad? Oh, bro. I I mean, we can try. He always said like with a lot of the newer games, he gets a headache now. Oh, we could find something. I'm Dude, sure let's we think could. about some. Okay, let's think about some games that we could play with your dad. So speaking of playing games with a dad, Castle Crashers. Yeah, I remember being so drunk and just like my character would be all against the wall, and it's like, where are we? Um, but like I, it, it, it's I was talking to somebody at work, and they're a little bit younger, but they agreed with me because he he was really into what's the game where you can be one of the like famous movie serial killers, like you could have a bad oh, guy be Jason. Um... Um, oh shit. Dead by Daylight? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So he's really into that. But we were talking about how, like, like I I have trouble playing Call of Duty anymore online. Because, like, I can't see this stuff. Like, I used to, it's like my eyes are getting old. My eyes are getting old. <laughs> it's not like they are. They are. But, like, remember when we were younger? It's like, you'd see, like, this minuscule movement. It's like, yeah. And now it's like, huh? For sure. For sure, man. Yeah, I don't really, I don't play online shooters. I don't either, because I think I'm not, I'm not what I used to be. Yeah. Like we used to play. It's like well, like we'll play. We haven't in a minute, but be, we have uh, Borderlands. Yeah, but that's. I mean, but we're not. That's it's just, not a competitive multiplayer exactly. game, right? It's a story that is online. Yeah, and we're just playing together, which I right. like. But like we used to play Call of Duty, Halo. Call of Duty, Halo. I, like I remember playing Halo with you. And Buddy Joe and Piper, mm-hmm. but like we would play some MLG guys, and we would we would kick their ass. Yeah, no, I mean, like we were decent. Yeah, it, it, honestly, uh, this isn't. You're not like, well, like when people or... like tell stories. I mean, like there's a bunch of times we got the shit kicked out of us. Most times, <laughs> but there was a few times. Like you're just on your game. You're and... Like you're just and crushing it. Yeah, and that feels so good. Oh like, my when god. That's back when, like, ML, like, there, see. That, MLG was a thing. That Man, that's so hard to explain. That, God, that might be the most, like, fuck all these notes. The most like, millennial thing yeah, ever. Okay. Like, there's so many. Esports is a thing now. Mm-hmm. Streaming is a thing. But before all of that, once upon a time, there was this thing called Major League Gaming. You had to get invited to it. A.K.A. MLG. And these were a bunch of folks in a variety of platforms, were very excellent at playing online video games. And you knew who they were because they had bracketed before their mm-hmm. gamer tag MLG. Yep. And, and they were always, like, level 2,000. And they were, you know, always always prestiged max-level yep. Call of Duty, always max-level Halo, anything. And maybe I'm Pick- making something up in my brain. But weren't there like 
on the online sorters, wasn't there like ranked play yes. versus and ranked play was basically where MLG played almost exclusively. Yeah, and like if 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 you were praying praying playing ranked play, if you, you were playing ranked play and you saw MLG 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 MLG, you know you're getting clapped. Yeah, those cheeks clapped thoroughly clapped. <laughs> what was was it was it Call of Duty? Modern Warfare Two. We played a bunch. Well, what was the one where it was like in the woods and it was a cabin type thing? Was that two or was that three? Two. Yeah. Okay. I remember getting a lot of cheeks clapped in that. <laughs> <laughs> My cheeks got really clapped. But then you'd like, like, did, did you ever get like this when you're playing? Like someone would kill you a lot and you're like, I don't care about anybody else. Fuck you. I am going one after. motherfucker. And when you get them, it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come in your pants for sure. Mm-hmm. I kind of preferred Halo online, though. To Call of Duty? Yeah. Um, to a point, yeah. There there was a point it got a little old for me. So I, I think what I liked about Halo online was there was there was more game options. Like, when we got bored, mm-hmm. I remember playing Tag, mm-hmm. um, VIP, mm-hmm. Dodge. I mean, I'll call it Dodge. I don't remember the term that it was. but Oh, with the You hammers. would get stickies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then there's the hammer one, too. Yeah. Yeah, there was enough. Yeah, there was enough stuff, and maybe it was just. Well, we all transitioned away from the... that platform. Yeah, and it was well. I think it was partially at the time that we got out of it. That was we were more. We were out of college. We were working more, trying to you know. Yeah. Accomplish things. Things. Yeah. And it's not that we didn't play games. It was just we were all doing different things at different times. So yeah. It, no, I, I vividly remember telling my wife, like, well, girlfriend at the time, like, hey, from 9 o'clock, I've got to get home by, like, 8.30 or 9, because I'm going to be playing it's like I gotta play. online yeah, for the rest of the time. Yeah. And then it got to the point that it's like, it, it just didn't happen because, you know, well, I guess there was that time, you know, you had a day job, but I essentially had a night job. Yeah, so you weren't playing at night. Yeah. And I mean, Buddy Joe would play a little bit. Piper would play, but then, but then I think when you got your night job is when you and I switched to PlayStation. I think a little before that, but yeah, yeah. I don't remember why we switched. I don't, there wasn't really a reason. There wasn't a reason. Yep. I think it was just like just next happened. best thing. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, Mark was you know at that time he like it's kind of weird to think like he was you know the age we're at now. I was gonna say he was. Then, and like he was, you know, he was, I mean, he had one kid, but he started, you know, he had two more. And then yeah. it was just like. Also, one of the coolest guys. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I could pick up my phone, even though we're filming. I could pick up my phone and just text him and. Yeah, but hey, buddy, what's up? Yeah. And he's going to respond. Yeah. No, I mean, can we, can we shout him out on here? Please. Okay. Um, Mark Piper, he's tattooed me a bunch. He's tattooed you a bunch. And we'll be again in August and September. Fuck yeah, I gotta get tattooed by him. I'll tell you what. He's so booked. Like, when he told me August was his first... Like, I'm like, what? Oh, no. Yeah, I mean, I'll just... I'm kind of, I guess... We're at different tattoo points. Like, I'll just say, like, yeah, whenever. Because I'm, I'm out of room. It's hands, neck, face, yeah. buddy. <laughs> I mean, I want, I want a specific thing, and I want it now. I want my money, and I want it now. Um, I want to call J.G. Wentworth. Yeah, I, I don't, but... I don't I don't know any of his social media or anything, but Mark Piper, and... uh, Pipe Dream. 
I think is his Instagram. Okay. Give him a follow. Dude's fucking the most solid dude. Awesome artist. Awesome tattoo artist. Kick ass dad. Like just a nice guy. Dude, just the fucking not like best dude. I, fucking best dude. The fucking best dude. Maybe I'm making an assumption about the tattoo community, but a lot of them kind of seem shady. It's 50-50. In my experience, there's been yeah. some real douches and just some of the most awesome people. Mark is one of the most awesome people. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, you know who I miss? I, I don't know. Who do you miss? Pat. Yeah. He... You know, he was a no man. judgment kind of guy. Yeah, like he obviously fell into some stuff. Very unfortunate. Oh, yeah, I mean that was. I mean, you talk about. So this would be oh God. This would really be a deep eerie cut here. Um, but I guess they talk about him somewhat on that Amazon show. He's almost ex- not exclusively, but he's got two or three episodes. So and he shouts Piper out because I guess Piper did his face. Uh, That's what he said. He might, I know, I know, Mark. Because he's like Mark. Mark's the coolest guy. He did my face, you know, yeah. super nice dude. Um, but so Fat Pat Stevens was for God the better part of 25, 30 years. One of the best tattoo artists in, in was the town. A, a staple in the started n- multiple shops. Yeah, in the Northwest PA community. Um, Army Ranger, you know, mm-hmm. just. And again, like one of the, he he liked to have a good time. He liked to have a good time. That was and, unfortunately you know, a downfall. You know, yeah, and, and for a lot of us, you know, I know people, you know people, and that sucks when that happens. Yeah. But man, just like for as big as he was, like just just as big of a heart for sure. Huge heart. I I mean, I didn't. Really... Although, okay, finish your story. I'll tell you one. No, I was gonna say like I didn't really know him, but he like shirt off the back kind of guy. And just would have and a, a conver- big fucking shirt. There it was too. a big shirt, <laughs> but he would just talk to you. Yeah, like he didn't. He didn't care who you were. He didn't, he didn't care what you looked like. He didn't, didn't care where you came really from. Knew, if you were just cool with him, yeah, he was cool with you. Yeah, like I, I remember. So obviously, I'm a larger person, right? And I remember talking with Richie hmm? about doing something, and I was like, "Yeah, it's like, but I got like stretch marks, like on my arm or whatever. Yeah. Like, you know, is that going to be an issue?" And and Pat came over. He's like, "Dude, don't even worry about it." He's like, yeah. "Richie, remember the dude? Remember the girl who got the tiger stripes tattooed on her stretch marks or yeah. whatever?" But it was just like he was just a nice guy. Mm-hmm. Just someone. I, I like I, I I can't stop complimenting him. Like he was just yeah. so easy to talk to. Yeah, and yeah, that's man. He is God. It's been a minute now since he's yeah. passed away. He wasn't really. He wasn't. That he was old. not old. Forties, I think. Yeah, he was in his forties. He looked imposing, but he was a total teddy bear, gentle giant. But as far as looking imposing, so I do remember one time I was at a one of his shops, and um, I mean, we basically lived at one of his shops for a while. So a, a homeless gentleman decided to walk in and cause a bit of a fuss. So I've never understood the term yeet, but <laughs> until that day. Well, okay, so yeet came Didn't out exist. much after, yeah. but now looking back on, it, I'm like, oh, I know what it's like to yeet a human being. Yeah, grabbed by you know, comically. Yeah, back of the shirt and belt and just whoop, shoop. yeah, yeah. That's I mean, a... gentle giant, but also like 
it's still a giant. If you screwed don't, with don't them. Don't fuck with that person. Yeah. That uh, if if it's the shop I'm thinking of, it is. How like you were there a lot more than me, but I remember like we we basically hung out there. Like we didn't hang out at your parents' house. We hung out at the tattoo yeah, shop. Tattoo shop, for sure. The freaking dogs were the best. Mm-hmm. The crappy restaurant, like a half a block away, that always gave us undercooked um, pepperoni balls. Pepperoni balls. Whatever. Shout, shout out to another eerie staple with the pepperoni pepperoni balls. balls. Just please don't undercook them, because <laughs> uh, raw dough is the worst. I don't, I don't care how much ranch you have; it's it does, still gross. It doesn't make it any it's better. It's still gross. Like fuck. But like, You're like I'm trying here, fucker, try. Th- those days were so fun. Trading an Xbox and some cash yeah. for a tattoo. Yeah. Or right. like somebody needing needing to make a few bucks and like, hey, I got fifty bucks. Like, great, let me tattoo you. Yep. Even though it's kind of washed off. <laughs> but like that's you buddy that's me oh the the one thing i wish i would have done is tell that story on air right now about how your tattoo washed off in the ocean we will okay we will but like huh? not being an apprentice but like helping out more like because yeah. i wasted a lot of space there and i didn't so you're saying like if you could have gone back and then you would have like cleaned some tables you know yeah taking out the trash like done shit I should have done because I was sitting on the chair not yeah. paying anybody to be there. Yeah. I was mostly there to hang out with you. You were getting yeah. tattooed three quarters of the time. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's like, I guess, yeah, I mean, I, I I did some of that anyway, but that was, you know, that doesn't take anything out of my day. But, yeah, I mean, I was there a lot more than yeah. you. But you were also getting work done. Yeah. All the fucking time. Yeah. You're a walking billboard for Man, I just realized a I have a pat tattoo and you don't. You do have a pat tattoo. I remember you said he was heavy handed. Okay, so that was later in his career. I don't know what he was like. Um Okay, it was Because he fixed your ex's chest, right? Yes. But yeah, so it was later in his career, I guess. Uh, that's so weird to say, I don't like it. I know. Um but it was okay. That was probably the the last best shop he was at because then he opened kind yeah. of a scungy shop. Um, don't talk about it, you know. No, I think but a it was light. so. It was so. I have a tattoo on my um, trap, I guess you go, or about yeah. my neck. It's a purple rose and it has a banner that says "Mom" because I love my mom, mm-hmm. and um. I just wanted a tattoo to show that I love my mom. Yeah. And I had given Pat a a desktop computer in a trade for a tattoo. So I got this. Now, this tattoo started at midnight. It started at midnight. Started at midnight. It started. It had begun. Prefacing this... I was at a concert at one of the greatest venues, Forward Hall. Okay. Yeah. We could spend a whole nine episodes. I've got something for after that about Forward Hall, so continue. Finish it quick. Um, Yeah, two and a half hours later, big guy, heavy hand, love him, but fuck, like where he was tattooing. He was drilling you. Woo! But I appreciate it. It, Even, like, it's one of those, it's it's a memory. There's something for a tattoo, like, looking at it, because I would say I have some pretty 
good looking tattoos. I have tattoo yes. pieces that have been in magazines. Have Seriously? Pumped. Yeah. I did not know that. Um, been in magazines on the internet. Well, yeah, no, I have a couple. So, uh, do you want to go over them real quick? Yeah. Real qu- first, first, I just want to say, do you know what one always stands out to me? Is your elephant. Oh, really? Do you know why your elephant always stands out? Why? You, you guess why? I vividly remember this. I know why it stands out to me. Why does it stand out to you? It stands out to me, and I, I, I'm not going to get deep into anything here, but it was a rough time for you, and there was a Indian gentleman at Black Monk hmm. who walked up to you. I remember that. And he said, oh, you have an I elephant knew, yeah. tattoo. And he's mm-hmm. like, and the snout's up. And yep. you know what that means? It's like good luck or something. Yeah, yeah it's like good things are coming. I, I do. Yeah, you know, I do remember that. So the story, um, and I know I can probably. I don't know if it's going to yeah, catch. Yeah, you're probably not going to see it on the video. But I can. The hold is catchable. The um, You can kind of see the elephant. My other leg. Um, so on my right leg, I have just a small, really traditional elephant tattoo. Do you know the story behind this tattoo i do not know the story it was supposed to be a matching tattoo with a girl i was not dating at the time but i was definitely practicing my pullout game okay on. and i got the tattoo and she didn't and whoops i still don't regret it i really like that tattoo but huh. what uh, what are the ones that you or the the, the published pieces yeah. so on my feet i have portraits of biggie and tupac okay i never i didn't realize those got uh, I think Tattoo International. Don't quote me on that. Um, my Halo. Ah, yes. I, I have a tattoo of Master Chief's helmet Did on Piper my thigh. Yep. Okay. And on my back, I have Finn from Adventure Time. Yes. Also, also Mark Piper. Piper. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, Corey did your feet? Uh, Eerie Eric. Okay. I didn't realize that. Yep. Nice. I'm just a walking. You're all over. Hmm. <laughs> Okay, you got your um, Quiggle piece. Not done by Quiggle, but you had you had a story. You were going to tell Fort Hall. Yes. So was at uh, a, a in law family event. Okay. And I think I told you this. It might have been the uh, I think Labor Day when we hung out. Okay. Yeah. But so for everyone, obviously, who has no idea, we were in hardcore bands, hardcore mm-hmm. punk. I mm-hmm. guess that'd be the easiest way to explain it. So. People yep. don't know what hardcore means. Most people know punk. Yep. Right. Heavy punk. There's a couple venues. Forward Hall. Mm-hmm. The Hangout. Mm-hmm. So, a guy that my wife's cousin is, we think is dating. Irrelevant. Plucking. Probably. So, I'm wearing an Every Time I Die shirt. Shout out. Every Fucking. Time I Die. Fucking. I mean, they're one of the biggest Kings. bands. But man, in all honesty, um, Jordan has always been, you know, for not, we've had maybe, I don't know, 10 interactions in our lifetime with him. But But it's like, even if he doesn't remember us. It's like a weird cousin you see once in a while, and it's just like, Ah, yeah. Man, Jordan Buckley, we value him. One of the coolest guys. Value and appreciate. Um, but he's like, oh, he's like, I, I really like your shirt. Um, a, f- uh, a friend of mine dated Andy Williams, the guitarist, and every time mm-hmm. I die, back early back. But then we got going on about like Forward Hall and the Hangout, and and we're like, man, like, 
there was so much of Fort Holland. Like you could take like take a soup can mm-hmm. and get into a show. Yep. And you're gonna see Terror. Mm-hmm. You're gonna see Comeback Kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, Who bleeds first? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, everyone dies them. alone. Keep, keep naming them. Everyone keep dies them. alone. Plea for purging. Jesus wept. Jesus wept. Represent. Mm-hmm. Taste the steel. Mm-hmm. Um, prayer for a cleanse. No, prayer for a, not prayer for a, prayer for a fallen angel. Mm-hmm. Brothers keeper. Mm-hmm. Um, anybody you want to see, you're gonna see yep. him for a can of food and like two dollars. Yep, because that was like the shows. Like one of the things I really value and appreciated, I didn't then, but I do now. About the hardcore scene, we were very progressive, and it was like everything was like to it was it was about community. Well, it was family. I mean, we were all family, even though like there was there was like, like when they said like bleed for your family, like you know damn well who we're talking about, right? Like, like there was there was with kind us of the, or against us, like there was the prima donnas, there was the people you wanted to be with, and that's I think that's anything, right? But we were all like community, yeah. Um, and Erie shows, which I forget his name, uh, Mike Torty, yep, Mike Torty. It was like everything was to give back to the community, and a lot yeah. of it was. Was like raising food for the the uh, second harvest yeah. second harvest food bank and like again didn't think of it at the time but it's like how cool is that that like for sure man like, yeah. then then it was like oh I stole a, I stole a can of raviolis from my parents so I could go see the show so yeah, it's, it's like we, we like, might have fed a child exactly who didn't have yeah, a meal it is one of those things yeah looking back on it with a I don't know if I'd say a more refined lens but at least a better understanding an adult lens yeah you're like wow like. I guess because for you know, a brief period of time, I did you know put on some shows. You did, yeah, successful uh, shows. And I, I always made that option, like, okay, say for this show, it's eight dollars or five dollars with a can of food. with a can of yeah, or a blanket or something. Yeah, like that's more important to me. Like, I'm not, I'm not out here trying to make. Which I don't money. think you ever really did make money off the shows. It went to the bands. Yeah, it and... went to the it went to the bands. It went to you know, charities and like it put, you know, it put a tank of gas in my car, you know? Also, I don't think you ever held a show at the Hangout of Forward Hall. Shout out to whatever church your mom went to. Christ that United le- Methodist Church. That let us use their basement for mm-hmm. crazy things until some assholes started doing coke. Totally screwed yeah. it up. Fuck whoever. If you're out there and you're listening to this and you fucked up a really, you know what? Okay. We're going to end the episode on this, yeah. but this is definitely a point I want to make. If you're involved in something, keep assholes away because it only takes one or two to ruin a really fucking good thing. Mm-hmm. So keep your friends close, enemies closer. I mean, for sure. Kill your local drug dealers. <laughs> I mean, I remember my father would not let me buy that hoodie. <laughs> Kill your local drug dealer. Yeah. Shout out to being straight edge. Hell yeah. All right. I think this was another super successful episode. This was there. fun. Hell yeah, man. Spe- like, I think it's because we divolved or di- diverged or we kind of went. We had. Okay. So, you know, what's really fun. Yes. When you, you like we had a, some stuff we were talking about. Yes. But like we just started riffing. And I like that. Oh, it's the best. Because then you really peel the onion back. Yeah. Are we onions? Every human is an onion, and you've got to peel the layers back to get to the core. Humans are like onions. 
Aren't they, Roger? Humans are like onions. Come here, bud. Be on the internet. Come on. You want to say goodbye to everybody? Say bye-bye, Roger. I'm going to read us out. Read us out. Well, thanks for another successful episode of Jacob and Dingus. Be sure to give us a like and follow at Jake Dingus Show. We are on Twitter and Instagram, and we stream every Thursday. Well, actually, okay, caveat. Sometimes this summer we're going to be shifting from Thursdays to Fridays, so just pay attention to our Twitter because that is where the most recent information regarding the stream can come out. We'll be on our Twitter, and that's at Jake Dingus Show. But you can follow us on Twitch and Reddit at Jake and the Dingus. You need to email us for any reason. We're Jake and the Dingus at gmail.com. All right.